Well, it's, I don't think, up for debate. I The Rensan along the river is just the crown jewel in this city. It's beautiful. But, like almost every industry, almost every company, through the pandemic, they needed to call an audible, and they did. And they sent many workers home to work from home. They didn't come in. And as we get further and further from those days, GM and many companies are reimagining how they are continuing to allow workers to do their work. Well, GM came out a couple of weeks ago and said, we're going to get more people back into this building more often. Bringing it up to three days a week. In the meantime, though, that crown jewel at any given time can be pretty barren. And what is GM looking to do with that property? How are they looking to kind of rewind all of this lost time through the pandemic and all of the maybe where they've fallen behind? How do they reverse that? How do they turn it around? Chad Live and Good uh, with the Detroit News joins us. Chad's good to have you. Good afternoon, Chris. Uh, you really wrote a great piece about the Rensen and what potentially GM could do with that property. What are you hearing? Well, there's been talk for years about do you convert some of these towers uh, that were built for a corporate uh, monolithic headquarters for Ford Motor Company in the mid-70s, could you convert them to residential? Uh, obviously, the, the middle tower, the main tower, uh, the largest one, the, the Marriott building, is already a 1,300-room uh, hotel. Uh, but then you have the uh, towers 100, 200, 300, and 400, plus the little smaller ones, 500 and 600, that were built uh, in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Um, that uh, all total, there's at least 3 million square feet of office space there. Um, and from what data is available, it, it, the vacancy in the Renson is at least double uh, what the rest of downtown is. Mm. Um, uh, whereas most office space is 20% vacant, uh, mo- uh, some of the biggest uh, Renson uh, towers are, are 40% or more. Um, that's what that's what's basically advertised to the um, uh, to the real estate brokers. Um, but General Motors itself, pre-pandemic, had 4,000 employees assigned to the Renson. They were supposed to be their employees and contractors every day. Um, officially, right now, uh, GM says there's a, a little over 1,300. Um, that's a 67% decrease since the pandemic, and and so that it doesn't look like it's going to change because the state of Michigan kind of quietly amended its tax credit agreement with General Motors in January 2020, and this was very fortuitous for for General Motors. They they dropped a requirement that that dated back to the Engler administration that required a, a minimum level of number of employees to be working at the Rensen, to be essentially be uh, working in Detroit, paying city of Detroit taxes. And and so that went away in January of 2020. And then they sent everybody home in mid-March of 2020, two months later, and they have largely not come back. Now, General Motors says they're going to be bringing people back uh, three days a week, mandatory, starting January 8th. Um, but it won't be the same number of people that were there before. It will not be the full 4,000. So there is a is this still very underutilized uh, building, even with the existing, all the other tenants that have left, the Deloitte's uh, and uh, Dykema. 
Um, and and if, and if, you know, I don't know, it's not Dykema, but Deloitte has left, and 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 Blue Cross is not using uh, as much space as it used to as well. Uh, and so, the, the 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 complex is vastly underused, underutilized, and there's going to be more new office space coming on board here pretty soon with the with Dan Gilbert building that new skyscraper at the Hudson site. Yep. It's going to have um, 400,000 square feet of office space, plus uh, the Illiches and Stephen Ross uh, in their District Detroit plan are planning to build out some new office buildings in those parking lots along Woodward right in front of uh, Comerica Park. Um, and and so there's going to be new, more attractive, right on Woodward, center of gravity uh, office space that's not in an isolated um, labyrinth of, of uh of concrete steel and glass on the riverfront. So is it a cost? Is it is it a location? What, what makes it such a challenging location to get people in and bodies inside? Well, anybody who's ever gone there knows it's it's not exactly the easiest place to navigate, although Mark Wallace, the uh, the CEO of the Riverfront Conservancy, whose, whose office is in the Rensen, says, likes to say that after uh, the first week of working at the Rensen, it's confusing, and the second week it all makes sense. Uh, and... Uh, but um, yeah, it, it, there's that uh, anyway, and and then there's also the challenge of can you uh, successfully essentially move the the uh, the bathrooms uh, in 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 the commercial or the office space uh, arrangement of those of those uh, buildings? Can you move uh, all the plumbing essentially uh, into more of a format that fits a home, fits a condo um, format rather than the the format where um, all the all the utilities are in the middle of the cylinder tower, and everything else is is open so that it's it's, it's open for the view. So That's we, the way that they constructed that. Could we potentially see housing there? That, I mean, that is potential, but again, it's a matter of can can all those things work right, mm. and then who's going to have the money to do that? And sure. that's what I'm kind of raising the question. It doesn't seem like General Motors is is the one that's going to do this because I mean, this is a company that is in the midst of a massive uh, transformation, trying mm-hmm. to move all of its vehicles to all electric by 2035. It is a monumental undertaking. They're having, they're facing setbacks right now in, in autonomous vehicle development. Their autonomous vehicle project in California is essentially on hold. I mean, there's there's a whole lot going on with this company. And, and so it doesn't seem like uh, playing real estate redeveloper uh, is, is what uh, uh, General Motors is gonna wanna be focused on. So it could potentially be a, a, a litany of issues, which is making it difficult for GM to to fill this space. Um, and and if everybody will be back, won't be back, we'll, we'll see. But uh, obviously, there's a ton of space there that's being underutilized. And I'm 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 curious to see that if as we get into the new year, if there will be other developers that step up and potentially uh, throw their hat into the ring to see if they can do something with it. That's what we'll be watching for, because otherwise you're going to have a, 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 an office complex that's going to continue to decline, not have as many people to uh, to pay the bills and reinvest the money with, and and then you'll it could it could it could turn into a situation like we've seen with other uh, underutilized office complexes. I, I in my piece today I, I, I noted Kmart uh, that yeah. that, uh, uh, that headquarters on uh, on Big Beaver and Troy that that sent bank essentially since 2006. Uh, after Kmart uh, bought Sears and, and had hightailed it to yeah. Chicago. Well, and- it's curious when you consider the, the type of need for, for space, office space, workspace in Detroit, uh, that uh, the Brenson just isn't in the mix. Uh, Chad Livengood, thanks as always. Appreciate your time. Got to take a break. More coming up next on JR Afternoon.